on SEN Plus. Welcome to the Breakfast Stable. It is Sunday morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Captain Jack. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, everybody. We've got everybody in this very cute and cosy little studio. That oh, we are very comfy yeah. and cosy. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a cuddle fest in here this morning. Um, and <laughs> I'm going to say good morning first off to Uncle Frank. He's back with us this week. We good morning, guys. You. Jack, how you going? Good, mate. <laughs> See, there, there you go. go. Round that's of applause, how, that's how much we missed you. Back from seeing um, a man about a dog, so we're very happy to see Uncle Frank back with us. And then I'm also going to say good morning to Mr. Peter Hilke. How are you, mate? And there we are, we lovelies, looking good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pete and Frank are a little bit excited this morning because you're over there huddled in the corner yeah. watching the Matilda. Watching Matilda. Yeah. Sharing yeah. the mic. Yeah. Extra time, people. <laughs> we're live, we're live. Ah. So it's extra time at the moment, and it's one all, and it's the first half of extra time. So oh. Matilda's a Go girls. In there, so, yeah. You're keeping it Oh, no, there's your yellow card. Always <laughs> get the sports news first on <laughs> SEM+. Plus. It, exactly. Well, exactly. oh, up-to-the-date news. And good morning to Catherine Sabazio. Good morning. Hello, yeah. darling. Looking very festive this morning. You've brought in all the gold cards. Uh, she went to Carnivale. Yeah. Oh, I still feel like I'm... Was I, was I still out last night or was I... <laughs> yeah, did I sleep? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and good morning, Helen Riser. Good How are you? morning. You've good had morning. a busy week too, haven't you, honey? I have. I have. I've had a, a many red carpets this week. Oh, gosh. Well, we're very <laughs> grateful that you're here. Um, although I must admit, we're all in a bit sort of a state because we don't... We also couldn't access the studio's coffee machine this morning. Oh, so it, it could all go pear shaped very quickly because we haven't had enough coffee. I had to even. You know, I haven't had any this morning. Oh. Yeah. Here, have a sip. Oh, no, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, we're at that point already. Well, as you saw, I said of everyone, you know, a photo, I had to wrap my coffee mug in, you know, alcohol this morning. I saw that. <laughs> For my little thermo uh, mug. I'm going to patent it. I think there's yeah. something in that. I'm going to call it foil coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, actually, speaking of inventing things, today, as we know, is, well, as we, we may not know, is the 30th anniversary of the internet. Could you well, imagine where yeah. we'd be without Well, of the World Wide Web. Well, that's yeah. right. The World yes. Wide Web, yes, yeah. That's well, it. I've, I've actually got a little story for yes. you guys if you want to listen yeah. to it. Yeah. Uncle Frank's story time. Uh, Uncle Frank's story time. Um, well, okay, basically, I, I had a, got a Commodore Amiga in, in the late 80s, early 90s, yes. and there was a modem was just around. It used to take 15 minutes to log on. <laughs> and basically, <laughs> in the same area, so we used to have all these nicknames for our, lo our log on uh, names, and I had Highlander because I loved the movie Highlander. Mm -hmm. and oh, there was what a, a good film that and was. There was, and there was a, 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 a name Assassin that was floating around the modem, and this name is always log on within two seconds. Like, what's who is this guy? Who is this guy? Well, like, we're trying to work out it was. We found out later on, a couple of years later, that assassin name was actually Julian Assange. Oh. And he lived, yes, and he lived in the Thornbury days um, around uh, our area, and we knew it was him. And we found that later because he did some little naughty things with Pentagon and lots of <laughs> so. When, when we heard just that, a few? yeah, just a few. When we heard that, I actually actually heard, turned off my computer. Threw it in the box and hid it in my parents' garage. <laughs> I, I thought I was part of that whole conspiracy theory. So, and that is actually a true story. Oh, Frankie, that is hilarious. Oh, and thank God you did. You might not be sitting here with us if you've been swept up in all of that. Could you imagine? Could, could have been Frankie leaks, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> well, well you, I know a few of us have had our businesses for. Look, mine's twenty-five years. Some of us are like, you know. Almost as long as that. Mm. So imagine what it was like to start a business and run a business, you know, without mm. the internet. It's I know. incredible. Well, that's right. Yeah, and it's such a different time. And could you imagine how many creepy people would have nothing to do on a Saturday night without Tinder? <laughs> 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 what would 
what the trolls do. <laughs> Everyone would have to, like, I don't know, macrame or something. I don't know. <laughs> take yeah. a knitting. <laughs> take yeah. a crochet and knitting. What is it? Pearl stitch one, um, stitch yeah, two or whatever. Pearl one, knit yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Now, that, you can tell we're a bit delirious already. Yeah. Uh, and we also got to have a beautiful dinner on Wednesday. We had a team, oh. well, it was officially a production meeting, but we had yes. a beautiful dinner on Wednesday night at Great Gorati at uh, Crown, didn't we? Oh, we did. It was the amazing. The food was sensational. Oh. Thank, thank you, Grazia. Oh. I put on a kilo because of them. Grazie mille, grazie. Well, I have not eaten that much food since 1998. I have to say, I have to say, you know, and carbs. No, oh, you did. You, you were good. Um, no, you know, the ambience of mm. that restaurant at Crown is just beautiful in the service. Mm. I, you know, I just, you can't fault it. No. You know what I love? If you want to get that experience, you can actually go to Eastland. Absolutely. You go to Brunswick. You know, they're, they're not just in Crown anymore. It's mm. fantastic. So you can get the world's greatest pizza yeah. um, anywhere, yes, pretty much. Yes, it was. We had mm. the world's greatest pizza. Did we? And, we had the award-winning, it was the margarita. Yes. And we had that. We had to try it, definitely. Yeah. I mean, as, as Catherine just said there, I mean, over in Norwood and Adelaide, as well. I tell you what, mm. the, even the atmosphere there being a lot mm. smaller, but I tell you what, it was busy and it yes. was absolutely sensational. And weren't the staff just amazing too? They like, despite so how busy it was, it was such a great night. They were great. Been to Grady in Ring Ringwood a few times because it's close to where we live. So, ah, oh, pizza is magnificent. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Magnificent. Well, yeah. well, one of our lucky listeners is going to get the chance to, you know, enjoy that restaurant like we did. So we're going to be giving away a dinner for two. Kids, can you ring up? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be putting all They're the details no. on our um, on our, face, on our Facebook page um, after the show this afternoon. So, how do we get to your Facebook page, Jay? It's, it's easy. It's the Breakfast Stable on Beautiful. Facebook, and also on Instagram, the Breakfast Stable, and also on Twitter, Breakfast Stable. So, join in with all of that. Now, we need to get on with some sport because we're having another guest bag here this morning. First of all. Boys, can Look, you just... They're, they're not looking. They're just looking at the phone. <laughs> you're, you're in, Pete, paying attention. They're just, you know, so obsessed with the Matildas game, which we'll get to in a sec. Yeah. Um, to AFL this round, we've had a couple of upsets um, so far this round. Well, really, the biggest yeah. upset has actually been Melbourne defeating Fremantle oh, by no. 14 points. I know. The, the, these supporters are going to be spewing. They went to the snow this weekend. Yeah. And they, and they oh, I know, wouldn't you? I mean, look, Mel Melbourne played really well. But I tell you what, if there's one game, how's Brisbane at the moment? Thank you very much. Call me, bets me. Roll me and tar. Yeah. Feather me and throw me out to pasture. That <laughs> yeah. was divine what Brisbane did to uh, the Saints. Absolutely yeah. nutto. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously, too, last night, Port beating the Cats by 11 oh. points as well. So there's another upset. Well, Port, that was a big game last night. Mm. And, and a really cool thing, uh, Carlton didn't lose this weekend. We, they had a bye. They had a bye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we can play the theme song. Okay. Yeah, no, you baby. Cannot. That doesn't constitute a win. No. Um, <laughs> has, there, has there been like five bye rounds or something? Uh, Jack, Jack, you're missing something. What? What's the first game that was played? Okay, can we not talk about no. <laughs> Thursday night? Don't game. mention the wall. Yeah, don't don't mention the thirty-five point yeah. loss and we were to up, Essendon. And we were up by about twenty points in the first quarter. I'll tell you what, no, nah, we're not talking about that anymore. Oh, yeah, take no. your head off to them. So yeah, anyway, but look, Collingwood should beat the dogs this afternoon. Go I would pies. Think. Um, and then the interesting thing is having a look at the ladder at the moment, you know, Richmond are really, they're hanging on to eight spot. Uh, I think right. Richmond are done. Yeah. I think they're finished. Mm. Um yeah, yeah. No, they're gone. They're, they're, yeah, gone. They're, they're, they're not. They're not Sorry, done. we're busy just watching yeah, Frank's you... phone. <laughs> 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 watching the 
Matildas. Okay, quick, cricket, really quickly. Okay. Too. We are doing really well on the top of the ladder with the. Well, um, we are. Cup. Well, the actually really interesting thing was the that England got beaten by Sri Lanka by yes. 20 runs. Yes. Um, but Australia scoring 381. Warner a magnificent 166. How good is that? Yeah, that high. He's posted the highest um, individual score so far in the tournament, yeah. which is amazing. So he is back firing on all cannons. Um, but uh, we've got to play England on Tuesday. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see with us in such good form and with um, the England having... Well, I mean, uh, Ben lot. Stokes is playing like a trooper. Yeah, yeah, no, he's still doing well. I mean, he managed to get 89 against Sri Lanka the other day. Um, so even though they lost, he's still in fine touch there. And, um, you know, New Zealand had a close one against South Africa. They only won by four. Uh, again, Williamson, though, for New Zealand, posted 106 runs. There's plenty of not harm, big knocks coming up in that tournament. Yeah, despite, oh, look, you know, absolutely. The weather. Yeah, so there's some big games coming up, and I just think uh, for those people that do like to sit back and watch a little bit of cricket on television, there's some great games. Yeah, yeah, there's All still, right. still a bit to go. And now let's get you up to speed. What's happening with the Matildas game, guys? Oh, well, it's still one off. One of the yeah. girls just got a red card. Okay. One of the girls just got a red card. Try to work out who it is. And we've got half, we're first half of the extra time, and it's one all still. Mm. All right, but then earlier this morning, uh, Germany beat Nigeria 3 0. Mm, okay. So there you go. So it, it continues on. So where's Australia in the pool then at the moment? Like, this is, this this is, is a the knockout round. This is the round of 16. Yeah. Oh, this is okay. the round of 16, yeah. Okay, all right. So then, Pete, you had some interesting stats about our Australian women's sport. Yeah, well, about women in sport, here's one for you. If you let's go down my top five. Mm -hmm. Starting off with the world's number one surfer, Steph Gilmore, absolute legend. Ash Barty, who's mm -hmm. currently, you know, just about to play the final of the Birmingham Classic, which mm -hmm. is the warm-up to Wimbledon. Yes. If she wins it, she will go number one in the world. Oh, my God. Okay. Just now, can obviously, you imagine how long has it been yeah. since we've had a number one women tennis player? Absolutely, it's yeah. sensational. Yeah. Sam Kerr, obviously for the Matildas, mm. absolutely doing dynamic stuff. Elise Perry, you can't go past mm. Elise. She's absolutely dynamic Strong when it comes cricketer. to the uh, one-day form in the women's mm. cricket. And here's one for you: the number three in the world for golf in the women's is Minji Lee. Wow, from Australia. So they're the top five women that are really dominating women's sports out there, and it is absolutely great to see. So, hey, can we say this? Men, what's happening? Well, <laughs> yeah. they need to lift their game, and, and Catherine's going to be chatting a little bit more about um, some amazing women in the next segment. But, um, yeah, no, look, the girls are really pulling pulling out all the stops at the moment. It's wonderful to see. They're wonderful role models um, for young girls here in this country too. I think that they, a lot can be taken away. And, you know, well, I love mostly about most um, Australian women's sportsmen, they just get on with it. Mm. Um, you know, there's very little sort of, you know, scandal or any sort of, you know, um, problems to say in the media about any of them. So we're super proud of our women's sports, women in Australia. We're going to be back very shortly. This is The Breakfast Stable on SEM+. Plus. It is 20 past seven, time for... Yeah, you, you get down to that, don't you? you really I get down to everything. In fact, on the way here, the last song I think I heard in the car on the way home last night and the song on mm. the way in here, Ed yeah. Sheeran, If You Cross Me, If You Cross Her. <laughs> yeah. 
I was like, am I still out? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, you have been out this week. Oh, I have been out. Yeah. I've been out. It's been a busy week yep. with um, women in business and, yes. and women in leadership. And um, I love the guys. And this event had both. It had uh, amazing women. Mm. And this one was around sports. So we had Bridie O'Donnell in last week talking yes. about the Italian Chamber's Women in Leadership yep. uh, around sports mm. event. Mm. And the event was during the week. Yes. Amazing. So you got to see Bridie during the week. Bridie actually wasn't there, but oh. um, there was a, an amazing lineup of um, you know people who's who in sport. Okay. Um, and um, this is the one at the MCG that you went to, wasn't it? It was at Marvel Stadium. Marvel Stadium. Sorry. Mm. So I, I know I sent you guys a, yes, a photo right. of the empty stadium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell, yeah, so tell us about that event. How did that all go? Yeah. Look, one thing I really loved, and and what sort of was the common theme between the the women that were there, um, Carol Fox, for example, she talked about the influence of her brothers on mm. her and her sports mm -hmm. um, developing, I guess, you know, mm -hmm. from a young child, kicking a footy, yes. surfing with the boys and being told she couldn't, um, and then protesting to her father, come on, Dad, you know, let's, let's um, you know, sort of change this and get, get some rules changed. Mm. So she ended up being able to do all the things that she wanted to do and, um, you know, went on to become this amazing champion. So Carol is actually the president of the Women's Sport Australia. Okay. And uh, she she just had an amazing story to tell. Mm. Mm. And, yeah, that whole part of, I mean, on that show, I mean, I had, a, I had a brother as well. So, I mean, you know, I was lucky in that regard that, you know, I had someone that I could go out and yeah. and do those sorts of things with too, get outside, play sport and, you know, yeah. um, foster, you know, a love for it. Look, I know my sisters and I always talk about my brother teaching us to play football and, you know, trying to get a kick with all the boys in the in the street and you sort of had to really fight and and you get mm. tough because mm. you've got to fight for the ball and mm. you know get your own sort of way through yes. um and another person that you might know Stephen Alessio was the MC. Mm. yes <laughs> <laughs> yes ex Essendon champ I, yes. know, I had a massive crush on him back in the day but yeah how, how did that all go that went well and I mm. thought of you I, <laughs> I was looking at him you know thinking of Jack and <laughs> no but look all of them had just mm. such great stories um we had Liz Watson from the Melbourne Vixens mm -hmm. and Australian Diamonds mm. um again like another amazing story and um, apparently the, the niece of Stephen. So, yeah. Liz Watson is Stephen Alessio's niece. Um, pretty sure, yes. Oh, gosh, so, okay. yeah. you go. so, um, you know, such a small world mm. and so much connection. Um, we had three-time Paralympian and um, uh, medalist Madeline Hogan. Mm -hmm. So, again, another amazing story. Yes. Uh, Par Paralympians usually do when you get the opportunity to listen to them. Yeah. Um, their stories and how they've come. Um, often a lot of them weren't necessarily sports people before. Yes. They, you know, ended up becoming, you know, um, disabled or... And for them, for, as part of their recovery and rehab, then, then they tend to mm. adopt sports and off they go. Well, she actually first represented Australia um, back in 2008 in the... Beijing Paralympic Games, mm -hmm. and she was only 19. Mm. So, you know, just stunning. Even we had uh, Tony Pinata, who's the CEO of Perth Glory and uh, does heaps of stuff for football and does work with Sam Kerr. Um, so, you know, there was so much fantastic stuff going on. Um, but you know who really impressed me? I mean, they were all amazing. But this little young gun, Nia Stamatopoulos, mm. who's with the Matildas, she's 15 years old. Um, the fourth youngest player wow. in W League. <laughs> it's just, yeah. just, Seriously. just amazing. And you know, this little pint-sized thing, so professional. Sat up there on the panel, 
um, works hard, trains hard, and I think that's at the heart of everything. Yes. Whether you're a female or a male in sport or in business or in anything, um, it's about putting the effort in and, and mm. you know, being committed to whatever it is. I saw that gorgeous photo of you and her yeah. on your Instagram too. What a cutie. Yeah, she was yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, it's it's always great to hear about all these events that are going on around um, Melbourne, Catherine, so thank you for that. Yeah. Um, and um, you're always bring, you know, highlighting some of these amazing people that, you know, people often don't hear about. Well, the thing is with, you know, all of these girls that they, they really – uh, have to focus on well-being and, mm. and their mindset. Yes. And we went to another event during the week and mm. Helen was, was there with me too at the Prince uh, deck at Circa. Mm. And um, we had there the the um, essentialists, they call themselves, who really focus on uh, well-being at work. Okay. So that was amazing. I mean, that's connected to the beautiful Aurora Spa complex, mm. but mm. it started off with teaching us how to breathe deeply and breathe with our stomachs and how it reduces our cortisol levels. Yes. Um, yeah. And another amazing way to start the day. Oh, that's mm. well. We always have well-being at work because I get to come and work with you, gorgeous people, yeah. on Sunday morning. So hey, that's what's nice. on the flip side? What was on the menu? What was on the menu? On the menu. Can I just say that? Um, and thank you to that to that uh, lovely chef there. We mm. had. Um, Osabuco. It oh, was yum. so delicious. And and I, I'd have to say it was one of the most delicious Osabucos I've ever had. It was, I don't eat a lot of meat. Mm. I'm probably vegetarian slash pescatarian. Mm. Um, but, you know, I'm meatitarian. When, <laughs> when it's done really well, this was amazing. It was falling off the bone, delicious. Oh, and it, there were a lot of Italians there, being mm. the Italian chamber. Yes, yes. And I can See, say there was, there was a lot of uh, nods and mm, mm. and a lot of empty plates mm. after See, that lunch. That's a great thing, especially when you've got a, a big room full of people. Something like Ozabuco mm. is absolutely sensational because you can do that in the bulk and you can bring that out, put it with some polenta yeah. or something And that's like exactly that. what they yeah. did. And, and it really was very, very nice. And speaking <laughs> of food... <laughs> <laughs> it's still not healthy. Hot sausage and mustard is just not healthy. Oh, well, pick. well, we're not going to talk about hot sausage and mustard, no. today, are we? No, we're going, to, we're going to talk about steak, not. Oh, no. <laughs> really? Hey, I've got a question for everybody today, and we're going to go around the table here. Mm. Right. Now, fish and chips. We all love our fish and chips. Well, not Except all of me. us. Oh, and Eddie. I don't eat fish. Oh, okay. Oh, I do not eat fish. All right, so people that don't eat fish... Oh, but hang on, you're pushing the buttons there. Aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Out of the studio now. We can't now. ask okay. him to leave. We need him. All right, him. so basically, in a nutshell, what constitutes good fish and chips in your eyes? Jack, let's start okay. with you. Okay, good fish and chips. You, I, I, I don't like battered fish, obviously. It's wow. no-no for me. Um, so I'm Why? Why? I, it's just the fat content. Okay. You know, I'm with Jack. Yeah, and okay. just I find it can be really quite sickly. So I'm more a grilled flake kind of gal, mm. and my chips they need to be crispy on the outside yes. and nice and fluffy on the inside. Definitely. Very very nice. Mm. I like I like that mm. so far. Mm -hmm. What I want you to try and do. Have you ever actually had a tempura batter? <gasps> Ooh. No. Now, so what I want you to do is experiment. Actually, we'll have to do this yeah. little experiment. I can cook mm -hmm. and do okay. a temp... temp, temp can we do it live in the studio? Yeah, live in the studio, right here <laughs> oh, in this yeah. little sardine tin. Mm. No. Um, <laughs> no. Right, tempura battered fish, because you don't. it doesn't have that flowery component around it, and mm. because it's actually done with soda water, so really... 
is up. It's really light. Mm. And that's what the Japanese use on their vegetables. Absolutely yes. sensational. So that's a must. Catherine, what's yeah, yours? Look, I, I agree with you on the tempura. Like that would be the only mm. time I ever have yes. batter in a good Japanese restaurant. But I'm with Jack. I'm, I'm more of a, tr- a clean eater. And if mm. I'm going to have fish and chips, well, you know, it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. I like potato oh. cakes instead of chips. But, but they have to be really oh, hot. Yeah. Really yeah. hot. And really crispy. crispy on the outside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and grilled fish, yes. um, whiting or something like that. Yes. Okay, very and, nice. And salt. I've got to have salt. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's the Italian I mean, I, in me. Yeah, yeah, I must admit, must admit, I do love the old chicken salt on the chips. No, normal salt, not chicken <laughs> salt. Ah, chicken salt. All normal right. salt. The lovely, lovely uh, Helen. I have to go with Catherine and Jack on that, <laughs> but if I am going to have What is it, it with this healthy crumbed, eating? <laughs> has to be Jeez. perfectly seasoned. And really crispy fish. No pressure. But yeah, <laughs> but but I I, I do prefer um, you know. But I do love my chips. All right. Mm. Okay. So the other man <laughs> in the house, Frank. <laughs> what is yours, baby? It's all about the lards and the fats. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, now we're talking. You guys can go to some health restaurant and try that. But it's all about the lard and the fat, and also it's about the oil. For me, yes, it's um, got to be clean, 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 oil. Oil. clean oil, and. When you open up a packet of chips or the, the chips in the in the thing, don't open up the whole thing. Rip the top up and that's it. Don't open up the whole and leave, leave it open on the table. It's got to be ripped up from the top. and that yes. is, Throw oh, some vinegar. I remember those days. Oh my God. That's yeah. the old school way. The worst thing girl. about a fish and chip shop is if they don't poke holes in the paper, yes. you get home, you get soggy chips. Yeah. Now, oh. but let's go back to the good old yes. days just to finish off because don't forget, they used to actually wrap it in butcher's paper. Yes, they yes. did. And then you'd just peel that open, you'd get your chips out, yeah. which mm. is absolutely sensational. And it's amazing because the, the food safety standards have changed so much these days that you can't do that anymore, mm. which is a shame, which is a shame. Yeah. Um, but, 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 you're, but you're judging a whole heap of fish and chips, aren't you? Uh, well, that's why I'm talking about fish and mm. chips, yes. And it's only what Frank spoke about is the one thing that we're really going to judge on is the cleanliness to the salads, mm. to, to everything, the clean eating side Quality. of it, the grilled. Yeah, but it's right across the board. As soon as you're actually walking, ambience is huge as well. You want to walk into a fish and chip shop and feel like, you know... Hey, the people behind the counter, they rock this planet as well. Well, you, again, have the worst job ever, um, Pete Hilke. So we will be coming up very shortly, and Helen's got her lovely guest, Rosanna Faraci, coming in talking about her new coffee table book, Black and White Mood. So that is coming up after the break. At 7.35, Jack. Well, we've got uh, we've managed to squeeze a guest into this studio this morning, which is quite <laughs> remarkable considering um, we're very broad- cozy today. Yeah, isn't I it? know, yeah. toasty and warm in here. Yeah. It actually feels like we're inside like a broadcast caravan, <laughs> so, <laughs> an OB van. Yeah, yes. exactly. Um, Helen Riser, you have special friends along today. I have, and I love getting my special friends in. I have the beautiful <laughs> Rosanna Faraci, who looks absolutely stunning no, this morning. Fair. Welcome to uh, <laughs> SEN Plus, the breakfast table. Um, <laughs> amazing. Um, look, I just, Rosanna, I've known for quite a few years. We've worked together. She's photographed some of my events um, and she does the most beautiful photography work um, and she's celebrating 10 years um, of black and white portraits uh, by, and she's produced this book called Black and White Moods, uh, which is a collaboration uh, with a lot of models, actors and celebrities that she's photographed over the years. And she's produced them um, on canvases and obviously printed this beautiful coffee table book, um, which you can buy online. 
and she's launching it this week at Diesel. So welcome, Rosanna. How are you? I'm feeling fantastic. Thank you for having me back. Oh, it's a pleasure. Now, you started modelling at what age? I mean, that's where you started. Well, I started at 17 years old and um, initially back then it wasn't fashionable, the European look, which now it is, as everyone knows. Um, and I did a lot of underwear campaigns, Lillian Frank, also picked me and I ended up winning the Caulfield, Flemington and Dubai fashion on the oh, field. That's which, right. Back in yeah, the day. Back in the day. I've it was only on, two years ago, right? Two, two years ago, <laughs> yes. Two years ago when I was 21. Also, I uh, did a few underwear billboards. Um, gosh, so And many having memories. to keep your body looking amazing <laughs> all those years, doing, I mean, lingerie and swimwear. I mean that's that's a lot of that's a lot of work and upkeep. <laughs> I mean, how many years were you? Mod- I mean, I think you still do model I do. Uh, lingerie or not lingerie so much, but I've seen you in swimwear yes. and and hosiery. You did a big hosiery campaign. I was the legs and butt for the Kardashian pantyhose for that's years. That's right. I bet you didn't know that. No, <laughs> I did know that. Yes, I know. Well, you know, Rosanna, yeah. you you know, even today. You are the epitome of beauty and um, so you photograph people knowing what it's like to be in front of the camera. You are now, um, you are using the camera as, you know, that this is your full-time work now. And um, so tell me, how do, I mean, you, you know how to find these amazing models just off the street. You were telling me you were waiting in line somewhere. At the embassy, at the US (laughs) embassy. I felt like a real creep and I went up to this lady and I said, I'd love to photograph your son. I'm a photographer. (laughs) And she looked at me strangely and we did the shoot and now he's doing some big fashion shows. So it's really rewarding and I've scouted girls shopping at Supre, Forever New and Church. So, Rosanna, how how old was the son? He was 16. I'm joking. No, no. (laughs) How's me taking it really seriously? But it's just nice to watch them blossom and it's really rewarding when they ring me and they're so excited and they're like, I've just been accepted by Chadwick's or I'm flying overseas and I've signed with Wilhelmina and I do. Yeah, I do. And I do most of the shoots. At home, you know, I've got my garage, the white wall and my my studio that. set up at home. I photographed Fabulous. Richard Reed at my home yesterday and my little girl made him do a TikTok. So it's really casual and relaxed. And that's because it's quite like intimidating it. being in front of a camera. But yeah. not and only that, people say that modelling is such a glamorous life, and it is, but it's a hard one too. Oh, 100%. It really is. It's so competitive and yeah. now you're you're also competing with all the Insta influencers, whereas back in the day you were a model because you were in 3% of the population. Sure. And that's why this book, it's timeless photography and it's doing what I can with what I have with where I am rather than having, you know, a stylist, a makeup artist, having all those elements, you'll always have amazing results. Sure. Rosanna, I've got a 13-year-old um, yes. girl who's interested in modelling and, you know, we've had some shots done with her and, you know, it's hard as a mum trying to keep her balance between, <laughs> you know, her worrying about her how she looks and her weight and, you know, um, having a, per, a good personal self-esteem. So um, that that's exactly right. So, I mean, what would be your advice being the mum of a young girl who's interested in going down that path and we've had, you know, great feedback about her and all that sort of thing, but just trying to sort of balance the message um, about what she should be trying to focus on and, you know, potentially forging a career in something like that. I've mentored 
a lot of teens and the agencies usually send them to me. And the one thing I instill in them is that the modelling doesn't define who you are. Mm -hmm. How you treat people and um, your personality defines who you are. That's just an extra bonus that obviously you're going to get work based on the way you look. Mm. But there are more important things than just that. And you might go for three jobs in the one day and one person likes your look, one person doesn't. But at the end of the day, when you're going for these jobs, they already have in mind the look they're mm. going for. It's not because you're not pretty enough or skinny enough. And I think now society is a lot more accepting of all shapes and sizes. Yes. So it's it's not as intimidating as it used to be. Yeah. Curves well, are a lot sexier than sticks. <laughs> <laughs> to put it uh, to put it bluntly. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, and, and a lot of the campaigns you do see these days, particularly a lot of the women's products like you know um, Dove or even some of the sports um, yes. brands that you see there the commercials on television and they are embracing all Curvy sorts of... Curvy models yeah, and, and, you know, it, whether you're Eurasian or mm. uh, of any ethnic um, look and, and I love that it's so diverse now mm, mm. and they're, everyone's encouraging it. Mm. And um, But, you, I mean, you know how to make people feel good in front of the camera. I, I've watched you work. hundred percent. And, you know, because it is intimidating yeah. and especially if you're very young and new at it. Even and the older people, they get quite shy. Oh, I can't. I don't I... like it. I don't like being in front of the camera. I mean, oh, I enjoy it. Oh, you do it, so, no, no, Helen yeah, Ryder. We I'm... see your Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> It's intimidating, yeah, yeah. you know, because oh my god, are my teeth white enough? Is my hair looking good? We can fix everything yes. in Photoshop, and and so I'll get some people going. I've put on a couple of kilos. I'm like, don't worry. I'll <laughs> shave some off you, darling. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but look, the book is absolutely exquisite, and um, the portraits are beautiful. I was inspired by uh, doing the charity with the Kids Foundation a few oh, months right. ago, yes. and these kids have been in horrific situations and they're such survivors and they really inspired me and Susie O'Neill from the Kids Foundation had said oh they would rather spend the money on them getting treatment than advertising and she said if people donated a dollar or two dollars it would make such a difference and I told her about my book idea and she she said she thinks it's great and they were really motivating and supportive and I said if I do this book, I will donate a dollar per sale to your charity. And I dedicated the last page to bring more awareness to the charity. You did. So it's this Wednesday writer. at the Diesel Bar, it's very exciting. Yes. I'll obviously be selling lots of books so I can donate <laughs> to canvases. the charity. And You've canvases. Got the canvases. The canvases I'll be and donating. And there's even $50. a portrait of my daughter in here. Yes, the, uh, your she was gorgeous so young. daughter. And, um, I, I mean, she, that was the first professional photo yes. shoot my daughter has had since she was a little bit bubba. nervous. I thought, oh, we can't do that. Your mum will absolutely kill me. Oh, <laughs> no, and I was so impressed with mm. your photos, uh, the black and white shots thank of my you. daughter. So thank you for that. My pleasure. Can I ask Rosanna, just why mm. black and white? Why has that been, you know... Because it doesn't show up your wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Well, we, yes, we know that. But <laughs> you're working I, with be like beautiful people. I'm sure yeah. that they do Well, it is moods. Mm. So her... The yeah. title is Black and White Moods and black and white is moody. I mean, it's just beautiful. I, I just think as... Initially, I was going to do a magazine, but I really wanted beautiful quality silk matte pages so it could be a nice coffee table mm. book. And I always think coffee table books look better as yes. black and white. Mm. Yes, so. they do. They do. And look, you can purchase the books. Uh, you can. Yes. So if you go to rosannaferrachi.com... Click on the shop link 
and you can purchase the book for fifty nine ninety five, and that includes postage and handling. Wow! Anywhere and it's around Australia. R O S A double N I F A R A C I. No, double N A. R O S A double N A F A R A C I. And at Black and White Moods <laughs> on Instagram. Oh, thank yes. you so much. Sorry Thanks. about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the first time I've seen you. Bonda, hello. <laughs> You're human. Yeah, she is indeed. Is on three human? hours sleep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Helen. Thanks. It's all the red carpet. Yeah, exactly. Been no, it's been, um, it's been lovely having you in. Thank you so much and congratulations on the book. It's beautiful. Thank you. My pleasure. Uh, and now the boys are having a conniption over in the corner. Yeah. What's going on with the, with we're, the soccer? Um, we're actually at penalties right now, so I think Sam Kerr is going to take the first penalty. I think we're just wow. waiting. Yeah, so, it's uh, full on over here. Okay, well, we <laughs> I can't breathe. Talk, I just talk can't about breathe. It after the break. Yes, we will come back after the break. At quarter to eight. This is the breakfast table on SEN Plus. At ten to eight. Time for. Frankie's up and he's dancing. Although he's not dancing. He's not happy. He's not None happy. of us are. Oh, no, no, it's won. game over. We are. Norway won. Pete and Frank, as we speak, are just just losing it uh, over there. Uh, What's but, happening, Frank? Um, with the, yeah, Norway just scored their third penalty, and unfortunately, we are out of the World Cup. We're just three. Just so look at the replay sad. right now. So, look, great penalty, and look, Sam Kerr missed the first one, and and the pressure on that kid. Actually, they've still got one more to go. I think if they actually miss this one. So Australia's taking the penalty right now. So, yeah. but anyway, okay. Look, we've got um a few things with uh, yes, entertainment stuff mm. now. There is another famous Ciccone besides Frank Ciccone. So, <laughs> her, name is, her name is Madonna. Oh, I know, I know. Oh, she's, old, you know, how dare hack. she be around in my generation? <laughs> anyway, she's been around for about four generations. Uh, Australia scored a penalty. Okay, they're still in. Um, so, Madonna's got her 14th album out. and um, 14th. 14th album. Mm. And it's called Madame X. And you know what? Good honour. And she's outlasted the George Michaels and the Princes mm. and the Michael Okay, Jacksons. well, to be fair, George Michael yeah. passed away. Yeah. No, so that's, that's what I mean. Oh, that's what I mean. She's, this industry yeah. she's been in, she's outlasted yeah. everyone. Like, you know, <laughs> you're so funny. Well, she's managed <laughs> to reinvent herself all a lot time. of time. Correct. <laughs> and she stayed away from all that stuff. She yeah. stayed away from that type of the, the drugs, the, the whole stuff. Mm. So, you know, that's yeah, pretty good with her. She's... And there is a there is um, a song called God Control, which is brilliant, retro seventies dance music, and I reckon it's probably <coughs> doing really well. Um, another old star is born. Chris Christopherson is um, mm. coming out, and our good friend Andrew McManus and One World is bringing him out. Oh. And he's from the nineteen seventy six star is born. Oh, Norway oh. won. Okay, Norway won. Norway won. So he's um, nineteen seventy six. Peter's out. Oh, he's <laughs> out the studio. He's done. Oh, it's killing me. Um, so nineteen seventy six, he won best actor for um, Star is Born. Okay. And so he's touring and bouncing off the back of Star is Born. That's pretty cool. And Andrew yeah. basically got him coming out to Australia for that reason and selling out tickets. And so he's going to be um, doing. Music and also um, talking about his career. Oh, well How done, Mr. McManus. He was born How in. How old would he be now? I, I reckon 1934. He was born. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Cool. He, you know, cool. he, and he cool. made beards yeah. and denim shirts look pretty cool, yeah. didn't yeah. he? Yeah. 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 Cool man. Yeah. Um, quickly, um, uh, with all the whole Adam Goods stories we've had for years and years, mm. there is a. Um, a documentary coming out written by Stan Grant, um, a mm. great media yes. guy, um, and it's called The Australian Dream. And basically the quote is, it's Goods' inspirational life story, which 
is to tell a deeper and more powerful story about race, identity, and belonging. Mm -hmm. So that's his mm -hmm. whole story. So, and we can talk about this for hours and hours mm -hmm. about this. Yeah, so, and yes. I'd love to touch up on it one day and get maybe mm -hmm. you know, so we can get Stan Granny and have a yeah. chat about it. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yep. And just finally, uh, for me, Taylor Swift has released a new song, which is called um, "You Need to Calm Down," and it's a dig I at all that. All that you got to actually down, uh, Google the lyrics. It's really cool. The song's and, called "You Need to Calm Down." Yeah, yes, yeah. it's yeah. really and good. It's a dig at keyboard warriors, and it's just people on Twitter, and just you know, everyone just being tough behind behind mm. the scenes type of thing. Mm. But at the end of the um, the film clip. She there's a scene with Katy Perry and um, Taylor Swift and they hug each other. Oh. Oh. Katy Perry's huge. yes, that's right. And, and Katy Perry's got is dressed in a Big Mac costume and, <laughs> and um, Taylor's got in a French fries costume. A, oh, I was just gonna say is she a Hamburglar oh, no, or she, something? She, she, <laughs> they're hugging each other like a Happy Meal type thing. So oh, yeah. right. shooting for about ten years. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we really? love McDonald's around here. <laughs> we do. Um, and you know what? That is it. I'm devastated. Australia's out mm. and I'm yeah. done. So that's a take Frank, for me. Frank's going to have a sook in the oh, corner yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Captain <laughs> Jack, shall we move on? Yes, Helen. <laughs> you are the party girl uh, extraordinaire. Well, I do love a party. And She's the were... red carpet girl. She's I, been on I four of them. done quite a few this week. Mm. And, you know, I... As I said, you know, Melbourne, we're very fortunate to have so many amazing parties. And uh, we did, um, you know, going back, we had Darren Morton, so we had his mm, uh, yes. Tommy Book launch yes, amazing. Uh, this week at Diesel, mm. and, um, and it was amazing. And also um, we had the Moet Gold Party at Brock House, and uh, oh, they had women all in gold and men in gold and everyone was drinking out of gold goblets and oh, we had... And gold jackets. Nice. Yes, oh. and Pete was wearing a gold jacket. And, Always um, it, it, Yes, so it was a lot of fun and we also, this week, uh, St Kilda Film Festival celebrated their 36th year of short films and uh, they had seven films that they showed on the night and, mm. of course, the red carpet's always fabulous there and the Palais Theatre is so grand and majestic. And Club 23 are having their farewell uh, parties. The farewell and tour for a club. Yeah. <laughs> farewell. So last night, and they've got another one this Saturday night, so you can purchase tickets to go to uh, to basically say goodbye and farewell <laughs> to Club 23 at Crown Resort. We've had many memories there, trust oh, me. Oh, <laughs> many a party there. And I remember so long ago when they launched it with Shane Warne and Joe yes, Hasham. Yes, I'd imagine that um, there's probably a lot of ex-AFL footy players in <laughs> Melbourne that probably need to go and pay homage to that place. They wouldn't have but met, it was, met It's somewhere where you would go mm. at Crown, you know, for your after-after after yes. parties as yes. well. Do you remember in the 90s it was um, Jack's Bar? was a meeting point and then you had to go to yes. Club 23 after that. Yes. So that's what it was. It was a meeting point and then everyone just went straight there. Yes. So uh, farewell to Club 23. And we also, um, Hummingbirds Charms mm. Luncheon uh, this week, which Jack uh, joined me at. Yes, and the uh, wasn't that a beautiful event? It was really lovely. And, um, I mean, I had no no idea about the foundation. O the the O'Brien Foundation. foundation yes. the, the work that the hummingbirds do to support the research around, um, around that is amazing. And to hear about the developments in microsurgery was extraordinary the stuff they're doing for people these days and how they're fostering, you know, the ability to create 
um, you know, new limbs for people and body totally. parts. Totally. Yeah, it's extraordinary yeah, work. And remember the heart. They were talking about this mm. heart that they were mm. producing through mm. stem cell uh, research. Could you imagine and that and people having the waiting list situation that people are facing now that are waiting for heart and other... They can vital. grow hearts mm. from cells. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's yeah. incredible. And, of course, the O'Brien Foundation were the first in the world to do um, microsurgery and, and um, in the 70s. And they had international professors and surgeons come here to train at the O'Brien Foundation. So it's been, uh, you know, but no one really knows about it. No. So, you know, I think it's an important, uh, it's so important these days. I mean, they, uh, there was a farmer who lost his arm and they um, they put it back together and he's, he's, it's fully functioning. and Which you uh, could imagine amazing. for a farmer. I mean, yeah. you know, it's a very physical, you know, labour-intensive, you know, profession. To be able to have, you know, the use of your arm again, that's an extraordinary yeah. gift. Oh, it's sensational, yeah. isn't it? So, mm. And now there's one thing I wanted to talk about because, I look, I don't watch a lot of TV, but there's a mini-series that's come out and there's five episodes mm. and it's the Chern Chernobyl, um, which is this year's unlikely hit, they're calling it, about the disastrous accident at a Soviet nuclear power plant in 1986. And, Frank, you were watching yeah, it, weren't you? It's actually, um, with everything that's going on about with the world right now, it's perfect timing and, and it's, I think it should be shown in schools. Mm. I think it's just... An, and it, mm. what the, from cover-ups, but also how they dealt with it as well. So, mm. And then it was, thank God, that the Americans picked it up on their satellite and they actually offered to help and the Russians didn't want to... Um, you know, Disclosing information and Gorbachev in a in a book a few years later, or actually probably about twenty years later, said that was probably the the demise of the Soviet Union. That was the start of the demise of the Soviet Union because they had to then release all these paperwork and release documents about it. So mm. and that's yep. I think the red curtain fell from that day onwards. And you must watch the trailer. Like the oh. trailer alone is yes. frightening. It is. And it's a long trailer actually. Mm. It is. And it goes for about four minutes. Yeah. Mm. So you can get that, you know, look you get at the it up online. It's yeah. you really get a feel for what it's all about. So yes. And and that is pretty much a wrap for uh, all the events this week. You've been Jack. up to all sorts, haven't you? Really? I know. <laughs> but we've got this competition, haven't yes. we? Oh, that's right. We, we have to mention that because again, we, like I said, we went to Grady during the week, and we've got um, a dinner for two that um, people will be able to enter for. So we will put the details of that. Yes. Get into the mood. <laughs> that's it. We have good prizes on this show. Eight. Of course we do. <laughs> because why? We are the breakfast table, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we give away pizzas. We don't give away breakfast burritos on <laughs> yeah. the show. And we want to thank Rosanna Faraci mm. for coming in at, at this early hour of the morning <laughs> on a Sunday. And looking amazing too. I, I know. It puts yeah. us to shame, right? <laughs> yeah, um, coffees, Jack. Where do we get our coffees today? Uh, so. uh, I know. Well, we all managed to hang in there without our coffee. I mean, we've done well. You all had coffee. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, pretty cool. I, um, people, um, Eddie, about um, SEN with the um, the whole fire thing that yeah. happened during the week. That yeah. was, well, it's been a busy well. few days. They did well, controlling yes. it. Well. It was pretty we're, funny, actually. Ed got us on the air, and we're very appreciative. You of are that. welcome. <laughs> yeah. So um, details of the competition for the Grady dinner for two will be on our socials. So don't forget Facebook is the Breakfast Stable, uh, Instagram the Breakfast Stable, and also on Twitter at Breakfast Stable. So um, we'll have all the details of that coming up, and we'll announce um, a winner next week. So look out for that. It's been a great morning. Thanks, guys. Oh, it's been Thank a sensation now. Thank you. And we'll be back next Sunday. We will be back next week week.